Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio, another true story from True Story FM. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. This episode is brought to you by Accelerist. If you're looking for ways to navigate the fundraising landscape in a post-pandemic world, you'll want to download their latest research at accelerist.com forward slash insights. Hello and welcome back to Cause Talk Radio. I'm Megan Strand, your host, and I'm so excited to be joined today by a full house of amazing guests. So let me introduce them all before we jump right in. Michelle Hall is Senior Manager of Cause Marketing at Macy's. Bridget Thompson is the Pride Employee Resource Group co-leader. And Shira Kogan is Director of Corporate Development for The Trevor Project. And they are here because it's Pride Month. So today in this episode, we're going to be talking about putting authenticity to work, how Macy's embeds the support and inclusion of the LGBTQ community into how they think, act, and operate from the inside out. And that is why we have all of these tremendous guests today. So let's just jump right in here. First of all, welcome to all of you. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much. So thrilled to be here. Michelle, would you start us off today by telling us a bit about Macy's history and supporting the LGBTQ community? Um, I know you have a deep, deep history there. So if you could do that for our audience, I think they'd appreciate that. Sure. So at Macy's, we have a really long history of celebrating and supporting the LGBTQ community. We've provided national and local corporate grants for over 30 years when we were just Macy's West. And as we expanded throughout different regions throughout the country, that support expanded as well. And most recently, we introduced a national cause marketing partnership with the Trevor Project just in 2019. Bridget, would you weigh in here and tell us a little bit about the history of the Pride ERG at Macy's? Um, your co-leader. So talk a little bit about what you do um, within that ERG, if you would. Yeah. So pretty much our Pride ERG group has been around for a little over 10 years. And it originally started out more as like a culture club. And it was a way for light colleagues to come together and just share experiences. But what I've been noticing more recently is that our ERG group is literally becoming more of a focus group where our active members are transitioning to be more consultants and going back to their teams and letting everyone know this is what we talk about as an ERG. This is the kind of the initiatives that we want to push. This is where we like to see the company go. So they're really making a lot of movement in that. And then we've also been getting a lot of senior support, um, specifically more when Jeff Gannett became CEO. He really pushed out there the importance of ERG. And we've now seen a lot of board of directors come to our meetings, get more involved with us. Um, they definitely put us on this calendar. They would like to talk to us. They want to know what we're thinking, what we want to see. So that way we can keep the LGBTQ community um, within Macy's progressing in a positive way. I love that. Um, and I love how many people are, how many members of the Pride ERG do you have at Macy's? Just out of curiosity. So we have four different chapters. Each chapter has between 75 to 125, depending. So I think as a whole ERG, we have a little under 500 active members. Well, cool. and are the chapters, are they arranged geographically? Is that how that works? Yeah. So okay, it's basically it. like the four regions of, of the U.S., Thank you for that. Fascinating. Um, Shira, talk a little bit about when the Trevor Project uh, started a partnership with Macy's and how did that start out? The Trevor Project and Macy's have been partnering together actually for over a decade since 2010. 
Now, at the beginning and for the first number of years, the partnership was centered around our fundraising gala, Trevor Live, and Macy's helped make Trevor Live an amazing an amazing event um, as one of the event sponsors. But in 2019, when World Pride was in New York City, we really expanded our partnership. And the Trevor Project actually became Macy's first national roundup partner for an LGBTQ cause. So at that point, we were literally in every single store, online, in parades together. Other um, customers could um, make purchases of product with with proceeds going back to the Trevor Project. They could round up their purchases at the register, and the extra money would go back to the Trevor Project. We had an amazing PSA to raise awareness of the Trevor Project's mission and programs, which in 2019 um, starred the amazing Jazz Jennings, um, and was really centered around Trevor's research and mission um, to to end suicide for LGBTQ young people. So. In 2019, we raised over $1.5 million for Trevor. And I will just say we did win a Gold Halo Award um, for Consumer Activated Donation um, Campaign that year. Um, And since then, honestly, the partnership has only continued to grow. Uh, We have another big campaign this year, which has a special Pride PSA with Ben Platt, which we're super excited about. There's even more product where proceeds are going back to Trevor, um, opportunities to donate to us at the register in-store and online, um, and a lot of really amazing opportunities for employee engagement for Macy's colleagues as well. I love that. Such a great long history, and it's nice to have that partnership that's continuing to evolve and change and expand. So thank you for sharing all of that tremendous background. Michelle, could you talk a little bit to Macy's efforts to, um, I'm going to quote here, embrace diversity and be our authentic selves at work? That seems like one of those things that somebody writes and it sounds really good on a brochure, but it seems like Macy's is actually bringing this to life. So can you speak to that? phrase specifically? So to us, really embracing diversity and being your authentic self at work starts with having that really strong group of leaders from those diverse backgrounds. So that helps us inject that creativity and the innovation into our workforce, but also our culture, as Bridget already talked to with the Pride ERG and having a lot of our leaders in that Pride ERG. So that truly diverse workforce ensures that we approach any initiative that we do um, from any part of the company with the level of commitment and thought and value that it really deserves. And you can also see this reflected by LGBTQ representation across the organization. And that's from the board to our hourly colleagues. And I would love to just pass it to Bridget as well to speak on this as someone from the Pride ERG that empowers our LGBTQ colleagues. Yeah, so I know like Megan, like you said, you hear a lot about this, bring all your authentic self to work, but you know, really what does that mean? And I think it's defined by each person. So when I, I originally started out working in the store and I was a visual associate who was in charge of doing the window decor. So my coming to work every day was, you know, wearing clothes that I could get messy you know, I had paint all over myself. And then, so when I got promoted to corporate, um, I had this like struck of fear come to me because first and foremost, I was like, okay, I'm a very creative, outgoing, cheeky person. Do I have to tone back that personality 
or are they going to accept the, the wildness that I am? And then also more importantly, it was that sense of style. Like you think of corporate employees, they're very black suit and tie, you know, type of people, you know, do I have to wear that to work? And if I do, am I going to feel weird by wearing a little bit of pop of color? So when I transferred to New York and I remember my first couple of days, I had neon blue hair um, coming into work, trying to dress a little bit toned down, but still bringing that personality. And I felt uncomfortable. Like I wasn't being myself. And then I shortly joined the ERG and I was in a room with people who were just like me. They were, um, you know, fun. They were exciting. We all had stories to share and they, and I began to feel more comfortable. And I had people tell me, you know, just be yourself and your true worth ethics are going to shine even brighter. So once I started really coming comfortable to my own skin, that's when I started seeing a lot of improvement in not only my well-being, but as far as what you're seeing in my work ethics. So I've taken that same type of energy and I'm now letting our new colleagues that come in, you know, welcome their different personality, really trying to get what makes them unique and bring that to the table. And because of all that um, energy and like-minded that our other colleagues have shared, we have earned 100% um, from the Human Rights Campaign. And we've also been noted as one of the best places to work for LGBT equality since 2015 because of colleagues really embracing each other and wanting you to bring that authentic self to work. I love that. And um, it really does kind of, your stories just kind of illuminate, you know, and breathe life into those statements. So thank you for sharing that. I'm going to stick with you for just a minute, Bridget. And you you kind of started referencing this earlier, but from your perspective as where you sit as co-leader of the Pride ERG, what do you think Macy's is doing right as it relates to integrating the ERG into leadership, into decisions? You were talking a little bit earlier about, you know, you, you're kind of acting more like a focus group now. So what do you think is they're doing right that maybe, you know, I don't know if you have friends that work at other kind of corporate organizations that maybe you don't hear about as much? Like, why did you guys earn those awards? Why are you being recognized? What's happening that's that other people can learn from? Yeah, so, you know, pretty much um, what you kind of see, especially the, in the month of right now in June, you're seeing a lot of rainbows popping up. And I mean, it's great for the community. But we wanted to take it a step further and let, um, we've been telling our senior management, you know, someone isn't just queer for the month of June. Um, you know, they're queer year round. And unless you're bi, and I guess we could argue about that. <laughs> but um, so we've been telling everyone, like, you know, we're, we're this year round. So we want to see year round events, year round activations. And so understanding that in the month of June, we are going to explode with activations like crazy to support the LGBT community. But there are other months that do deserve a lot of importance. So as an ERG group, we are really pushing to have um, March is one of our big events so that we can support our transgender family. And then also October has become another big event to celebrate coming out day and spirit day. So you will see in those two months, a lot more activation from the ERG group. Um, as far as things that Macy's is also doing right, we do um, activate or have a lot of sponsorship with organizations just um, around the nation. So if any new organization wants to get involved, they send us an email and then usually we go to our corporate giving partners and let them know these are organizations that we really would like to support either financially or donation um, product wise. And then also we've been doing a really push on educational training. Our ERG was the first um, to really start showing the pronouns and signatures. Mm. And I remember a colleague asked me, is a for us to have that. And I said, don't worry about it. Just put your pronouns in your signature. And 
And when the time comes, if we get in trouble, we get in trouble. But you know what? DNI really took it and they ran with it. And now it's being, you know, supported everywhere for colleagues to really put their pronouns in their email signature. And we're looking to do more things like that. And then um, not only am I an ERG for the uh, Pride group, um, but I my actual day job is working in interior design. So I've been challenged specifically to bring in more diverse supply chain um, organizations. So bringing in the females, the persons of color, or the queer businesses into our supply chain. So that way, not only are we selling products from them, but we're also um, giving them employment if it's finding carpets, tiles, um, hiring general contractors, things like that. So those are things that you're seeing that we're really pushing to bring in diverse all, all around. I love that. Thank you for sharing all of that, Bridget. That's super helpful. And you just referenced something that I want to talk to Shira a little bit about, which is training. Um, I was fascinated to learn that the Trevor Project leads company-wide ally training at Macy's. Could you talk a little bit about how that came to be and what that all entails? Absolutely. So one of the programs that we have at the Trevor Project is our education program also known as our public training program. And it's really centered around how can we ensure that we are giving community members the tools that they need to be the best possible allies to LGBTQ youth um, and to know how to handle issues of mental health in a really inclusive, empowering, and destigmatizing way. So obviously, our corporate partners are a group of people who are passionate about what we do and who want to become better allies themselves and make sure that they have those tools that we're bringing into our communities. So uh, this, this is really important. And I'll just share a couple of stats to underscore why that is. Um, we know that having at least one accepting adult in an LGBTQ young person's life reduces their risk of suicide by 40%. We also know from our research that um, we did a survey of LGBTQ youth and their mental health, and over 50% of young people who took the survey indicated that brands who show support for the LGBTQ community actively, uh, positively impact how they feel about being LGBTQ. And this was a question where you know we asked basically which of these things positively impact how you feel about your identity. And there were a bunch of things listed and over 50% of young people said brands. So we know that both from an individual standpoint and from a brand standpoint, this makes a truly life-saving impact when we're able to get um, people who work at Macy's and the company to be showing that active allyship in the community. So um, this year, we are running a company-wide ally training. It's actually going to be introduced by um, the CEO, Jeffrey Gannett, which we're super excited about showing that really strong, um, that really strong top-down support for this work. Um, and it's going to include things like key tools for allyship, LGBTQ terminology, um, how to create a more inclusive workplace and community for LGBTQ folks. So we're really excited about incorporating that into our partnership and really showing what a holistic partnership we have, not only externally in the community, but also internally at Mises. And is that something, this might be a question for Michelle or maybe Bridget, but is that something that's open to all employees or is it like, how does this get looped in or how do you share the word that this is happening and available? Yeah, we are opening this to every single colleague at Macy's and to make sure that people who might be in stores and on a shift and might not be able to join live, we're recording it so that we can send it to them afterwards so they have access. We're also going to be partnering with our HR team to see if they can include it within all of their resources when there's new hires or any other things throughout the company. So it's definitely something that we're prioritizing because it is, it's so important for us, especially for people in stores who are talking to customers every day um, and our colleagues at the corporate levels to just feel that commitment from the top that this is something that we're serious about. 
Jer, are you guys doing a lot of these types of trainings with other corporate partners? Yes, I will say that there's definitely an interest from a lot of companies in gaining these tools for their employees. I will say that I think Macy's is one of the biggest ones that we're doing, um, which we're super excited about. And I think it's really special when a company CEO is so bought in that they actually want to you know, have a voice at the event as well. Um, but it's something that we love to do with our corporate partners in general because it helps create even more champions internally for not only our partnership, but also our mission and getting more people to be part of the Trevor family, as we like to call it. This episode is brought to you by Accelerist. How do Americans want and expect to engage with charities in a post-pandemic world? Great question. Luckily for you, this is the subject of Accelerist's latest research, which you can download for free at accelerist.com forward slash insights. You'll gain information on point of sale fundraising, workplace giving, and employee engagement. The stats, sentiments, and motivations featured in the report will help you and your partners game plan new corporate fundraising strategies in 2021 and beyond. So head over to accelerist.com forward slash insights and get the post-pandemic fundraising report for free right now. Well, we've been talking a lot about um, internal focus on support for the LGBTQ community, which is so important. And it tends to be this the step that companies skip because they want to, like Bridget was saying, they want to f- fly the rainbow flag in June and, <laughs> you know, say that they are an ally. Um, so very clearly Macy's has, you know, laid the groundwork, is doing all this great work internally. Um, and you're also doing some stuff externally. But I wanted to caveat this next question for Michelle by saying like, yes, all of this groundwork has been laid internally. And Michelle, how do you turn this allyship for the LGBTQ community externally and consumer facing? Yeah. So as I mentioned before, of course, we have this new partnership with Trevor for cost marketing. Um, but when we were looking for a national pride partner, we really wanted to find a charity where we had a role to play in helping them achieve their goal. So for us, it's more than just raising money during one month, although that is still very critically important, as we know. Um, But we really wanted this to be a collaboration where we could use our platform to reach people and to create that change. So youth suicide is a serious issue in the LGBTQ community. And we knew as a company, we had the responsibility to amplify the resources that Trevor provides through every single store that we have in the the country. So if one person came into our store and learned about Trevor because they saw something, um, we would just consider that to be a huge success. So in June, we have our visuals that feature the Trevor Lifeline phone number so that any person who walks by that sign has access to that number if they need it. We're also elevating the LGBTQ voices throughout the PSA that was already mentioned with Ben Platt. We have diverse representation in our marketing, and we're highlighting our very own Pride ERG member, Nick Berkby, in our digital marketing partnership with Complex this month. And then, of course, like you mentioned, LGBTQ allyship is not just boxed into Pride Month at Macy's. So LGBTQ customers can see themselves year-round in our advertising from Valentine's Day to wedding season. And Macy's was actually the first national retailer to structure its wedding registry for same-sex couples back in 2004. So we definitely take pride in that. And, you know, at our core, we're America's department store. We have to be inclusive and make sure that everyone feels welcome. And we communicate this through something called our customer bill of rights. So this is an actual uh, bill of rights that's printed in our stores that explicitly states that we welcome all of our customers uh, into our store. And they're going to be treated with respect and kindness, no matter what race, color, religion, 
sexual orientation, gender identity, or any other physical characteristics that make them who they are. And that means equal and unrestricted access to whatever department they want to shop in and um, using the fitting room and bathroom of their choice. And Macy's also just signed a national public letter of opposition to the wave of anti-trans legislation that we've seen in so many states this year. The Trevor Project actually reached out to us and really just explained why it was so important for us to be on board with them and how important this is to the youth that they serve. So we were really proud that as soon as we presented it to our leadership, they signed it within minutes. Oh, that's awesome. Go ahead, Shira. Oh, I just wanted to chime in and say, I mean, I think this is such an important call out, which is obviously there's so many things that that um, Macy's is doing to support the LGBTQ community through our partnership and through the many things that Michelle and Bridget have mentioned. But I, I do think that it, 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 it makes a really big impact when companies are willing to take a stand on policy issues that directly impact the lives of LGBTQ youth. I mean, we know that the political climate has a direct impact on LGBTQ young people's mental health. We know how detrimental the recent wave of anti-trans legislation have been um, on the young people that we serve, both on their mental health and um, on, you know, some of these bills are are really uh, challenging their ability to do basic things like get uh, gender-affirming care, um, playing the sports that align with their gender identities. Um, if anyone is interested in learning more about this, definitely look into it and speak up. But um, as an individual and as companies, it really does make a huge, huge difference. So we're really grateful that when we reach out to our partners like Macy's, um, they're open to having those conversations as well and using their voice as a corporation to uh, push back on bad legislation for the community and to really support good legislation um, and policy that directly impacts the lives of the youth we serve. Yeah, I'm glad you put a fine point on that, Shira, because it's definitely... I think it's, first of all, testament to Macy's commitment to the issue because that's a little bit of a scary thing for a company to do just generally is get involved in issue advocacy. And a lot of companies tend to shy away from it. So I think it's awesome. Um, and I think it's kind of the wave of the future. I mean, companies are sort of seeing like, yes, we need to get more involved. Um, you know, you look at the Ben and Jerry's of the world and that's kind of what they, that's kind of what their specialization is, is like getting really up to speed on these issues and really kind of trying to make a dent using their assets to kind of make a dent in these um, sometimes very local issues issues. So um, thank you for bringing that up, Shira. Bridget, what would you say your biggest learning has been as it relates to elevating the voices of the LGBTQ community within a big organization like Macy's, you know, given your role as co-leader of the ERG? Yeah. So I feel that um, everyone does have a uh, level of a a power platform, excuse me. Um, So I went to... um, uh, convention, the P5 convention back in 2019. And there was this panel discussion where one of the members had said, you know, we need our straight allies, but we also need allies within the community. And so he was telling everyone, use your platform, your power. And once you're done with the spotlight, pass those keys to someone else. So I always tell everyone in my group, you know, people look at me as mama of the house. So I tell them, mama has lots of Corvettes. She's ready to give them all to you or and take mom for a ride. So what I start doing is when new members come into the ERG meetings and if they just say their name, I pick that up as like, okay, you've now 
introduce yourself vocally. Let's start finding ways to get you involved. I'll start inviting them to leadership meetings, um, strategy meetings, and they're quiet at first. And then they slowly start to see what's going on. And then they are raising their hand or becoming more vocal. And then they're the ones leading the conversation. So that's when I always say, okay, now you're driving mom around and mom's just paying the insurance. Um, that's what I've been, you know, telling everyone. And we all laugh about it. Sometimes they're like, they come and tell me, oh, I just crashed the car, mom. And I'm like, it's okay. We've got insurance for that. We'll just pick it up and we'll, we'll drive a new Corvette. Um, so that's what we've been trying to do is really making people feel welcome. And you don't have to know of answers right up front, but it just takes time. And, and that's when I, you literally start seeing, you know, shy people becoming strategy leaders. And that's what I feel really passionate and proud of them for. Well, I love that you feel empowered to kind of pass the torch as well. You know, you've kind of, um, yeah, I, I, I love that you have the crown and you're willing to share it. Um, so no ego there, just trying to sh- spread the good word. So that's awesome, Bridget. Um, okay, Shira, last question for you. You obviously have a lot of fantastic corporate partners. Um, if you don't know about Trevor Project, I'm not sure where you've been because they are incredible. Um, but what do you think other corporate folks could learn about what you've been able to co-create with Macy's over all these years? I love that question. And I think there's so much that companies can learn from Macy's and from this amazing partnership that we've built. And I think I could say a lot, but I'll kind of boil it down to collaboration, which of course, big buzzword. What does what, what does collaboration actually look like? And I'll highlight a couple of things. One is collaboration within each of our organizations. This is a very holistic partnership, as we've all mentioned. We've got the internal uh, pieces and education that involves, you know, the DNI team that involves leaders at the organization. We've got externally facing things with the cause marketing team, with PR, with general marketing. Um, on the Trevor side, there's a lot of different folks who are involved in delivering on um, our work together, and I think it just really speaks to the fact that when you create something that is holistic in nature, you can make an even larger impact. Um, And it becomes kind of part of the DNA of both organizations that you work together because so many folks are champions internally who are pushing this forward. The other thing is the collaboration across our organizations. You've got to have that foundation of trust. And you have to know what each organization is bringing to the table, right? So the Trevor Project, we have these services to support LGBTQ young people. And we need to get the word out about that to young people themselves, to their family members, their community members. And Macy's is the perfect partner for that. We're in literal Macy's stores where young people can go and learn about Trevor um, when they're shopping. Did they know that they were going to find out there was this life-saving resources for themselves or for someone else when they went to buy something? Maybe not. But that is the the megaphone that Macy's is able to hold up to Trevor's work. Um, And... Trevor, of course, is able to provide a direct service to community members, including uh, Macy's customers, um, and um, being able to inject that true direct impact into the Macy's Pride and Joy campaign and into um, the LGBTQ work that that Macy's is doing. So um, I think it takes a lot of trust. It takes learning together. Um, In 2019, for example, when we launched that campaign, there was some uncertainty around talking about suicide in celebratory Pride materials. 
Um, and it took some hard conversations, but we were able to to come to a place where actually Macy's folks and Trevor folks, we came together and we said, look, it's really important to destigmatize these topics. We can be celebratory. We can be hopeful um, in this campaign messaging while also destigmatizing the fact that we, we need to talk about suicide in order to overcome this really serious public health crisis. So I think definitely the internal communication and collaboration, working together and building that trust and um, learning from each other and um, benefiting from each other's expertise and platforms. All f- phenomenal learnings. So thank you, Shira, for highlighting all of those. All right. Well, our time has come to an end. Thank you all so much for being here today. Michelle, where can people learn more about Macy's and all of your good social impact works online if they'd like to do that? So in June, you can join us in supporting the Trevor Project by donating at Macy's.com. And you'll also be able to see the option to add the donation to Trevor in checkout. You can also round up your in-store purchase. But if you want to learn about what we're doing year-round and see all of the other great give-back projects that we have, you can go to Macy's.com slash Macy's Gives. Fantastic. Thank you. And Shira, where can people learn more about the Trevor Project online? You can go to www.thetrevorproject.org. Um, you can also learn more about what we're doing for Pride, um, including with Macy's uh, at trvr.org slash here for Pride. Um, so we have a wonderful Pride campaign this year called Here, showing how we're here for LGBTQ youth. Um, and um, that's actually part uh, that campaign is what our Macy's PSA is really pushing forward um, is that we're all here for these young people. So you can learn more at our website. Fantastic. And I will put links to all of those fantastic places online and our show notes, which you can find at engageforgood.com. Well, Bridget and Shira and Michelle, thank you so, so much for joining me today. Uh, congratulations on your fantastic partnership and we will look forward to hearing more about it in the future. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. 